0: Do you know there is a golden saying in running? (laughs) Too far, too fast, too soon. We need two injuries. Either of these three or a combination. I was doing, I think, all three of those. When I saw that date, I was like a little bit felt sentimental because it was within, it was just a week's after his passing, that I came to know about this, and I was like, I felt like I wanted to do this for him. I don't know if uh, there is afterlife or anything like that. Is of course, you know, once the guy is gone, it's only his memories that are there with So I wanted to uh, honor his memory and uh, run uh, on his name. I am Venki, a working professional in IT as well as an amateur masters athlete and a coach for endurance sports. You are listening to the Working Athlete Podcast. Here I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, I have a small request from you. Please subscribe to the channel on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also let me know what you like and what you would like to listen to more of by commenting in the comment section on YouTube. I promise to do my best to improve with each episode and bring you the best content that helps you and me get better each day. It has been three years since this podcast started and miraculously I managed to put out an episode every single week of these three years. After three years, I have taken the recording out of my tiny home studio and out into a new recording space courtesy of a kind friend. With the help of another good friend, Dipankar, I was setting up the space last week and we wanted to do a test recording. What could be the topic of this test recording we were talking about and uh, some of you know that I have done my first official half marathon a few weeks ago at the Bangalore marathon on 8th. Of October. So, for the first episode in the new recording space, my good friend Dipankar Paul interviewed me about my running journey. We talked about my weight loss journey and the start of my fitness journey with running almost 15 years ago. We touched upon why I cut short my running career before what was supposed to be my first marathon back in 2010 and why I decided to run a half marathon this time around. We talked about all the mistakes I did back then and the new mistakes uh, I did this time as well as the new learnings I had because of all these mistakes while successfully finishing my first official half marathon. It was fun getting interviewed on my own podcast and I sincerely thank uh, DP for being such a great friend and being there always when I needed him. I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoyed sharing the journey. This episode is brought to you by The Bike Affair. If you are in search of a one-stop destination that caters to all your cycling needs, our today's sponsor, The Bike Affair is the perfect place to check out. I have known the founders of The Bike Affair, Krish and Gokul, personally for nearly 15 years now. In fact, my first century ride was with Krish back in 2008. They are both exceptional human beings and entrepreneurs that believe in providing exceptional service to their customers, and it shows. With over 14 years of experience, The Bike Affair has established itself as a trusted source offering honest advice and exceptional service. They are offering a special treat for the listeners of this podcast. You can enjoy a 10% discount on your first order by using the code BIKEYWENKEY on their website. So if you are in Hyderabad, visit their store in Kondapur. Or if you are anywhere else in India, shop online by using the link TheBikeAffair.com. I will leave the link in the show notes. Now, enjoy the podcast. Good morning, friends. Today on this podcast, the Working Athlete Podcast, we have our own Bikey Winky. <laughs> the master of the one who started this podcast, the one who has interviewed probably about 200 athletes no, no, or maybe 100. one, 150 episodes. Okay, 150 episodes. <laughs> And today on this podcast, let's have a discussion about BikeAvenki <laughs> and about his re- recent achievements in running. Right. Um, there are... okay, before you say something, uh, first okay. I would like to ask you, first I would like to congratulate you on your first half marathon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Next, why don't you tell us about your first I believe your first 10k or first half marathon you attempted probably about 10 12 years back was it in US or somewhere yeah why don't you tell us about that right so back in uh, 2010 uh, 2009 2010 I was in the US on work um and see basically I started running uh, To kind of uh, get better at badminton or in the initial fitness journey that I had. So someone told you that running is a good cross training for badminton? Uh, So what happened, it was like this. So in 2008, February, um, I was 92 kilos, right? You you know that, uh, I think. But... uh, See, we should show a picture of you on YouTube <laughs> with that 92 kilo weight if you have. Yeah, that I'll I'll try. But um, see the uh, when I was 92 kilos, basically uh, at that time um uh, it was my birthday Feb- February 16, 2008. We went to um, Prasad IMAX to kind of celebrate our, my birthday and there is this weighing machine there. Uh, so, you know, Uh, The weighing mission there showed me that I was 92 kilos and I was 20 kgs overweight and the BMI was showing that uh, uh, I was bordering on obese Mm -hmm. or even obese, you know, it was saying that. It is not a news to me, so to speak, because uh, I know that I I was like overweight. Uh, More than that, I was uh, suffering from a lot of um, Uh, my you know bronchitis issues asthma and all that so every month i used to fall sick and uh, you know it was like a week of uh, fall you know suffering from uh, wheezing issues bronchitis and all that couple of weeks of uh, trying to recover from that and one week of uh, you know feeling okay-ish and all that and then so this was like All through my life, basically. Like basically from your young age? Mm. Basically from my childhood, I have been suffering from this, uh, you know, asthma. And And you were obese from your child? I was always a healthy, chubby kid. Okay, healthy and chubby, okay. Healthy looking kid. Healthy and chubby looking, yeah. (laughs) Well fed from a good family, good to-do family. That Indian mentality that you shouldn't, if you are lean and thin, you are not being fed well. So you were being fed really well by your family members exactly exactly yeah. so that was uh, you know my state i have always been a chubby kid and healthy looking but never healthy because i always uh, from outside healthy looking but from inside not healthy yeah, yeah. so i have always suffered from uh, wheezing issues uh, bronchitis and you know asthma as a a kid as well. My earliest mem- memory from uh, my childhood is my mom carrying me, uh, uh, you know, on herself and running around to hospitals. Oh, that is my earliest memory. And like, how old were you that time? I was like maybe three, four years or whatever, okay. right? Okay. Uh, and y- y- you know, a- along with that, it's also the nighttime not being able to um, breathe, not being able to uh, sleep. That's from childhood? From childhood. So that is is always been the case. By the way, I must tell you, Mm. your mom is awesome. Very (laughs) sweet. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I'll tell her that. But, you know, that that has been my uh, growing up. That's my earliest memories i know she used to spend sleepless nights because she was not able to help me with my breathing if i'm not able to breathe and I'm not, I'm not sleeping and i'm not letting her sleep and this went on for a long time and as i grew up also it did not change you know i married and it was it's just that instead of my mom it was my wife that was uh okay let me interrupt you over here To understand the process a bit more, so even when you were growing through your teens and after post-teenages, were you in any kind of active activities that could uh, help you with your conditions, or were you just a sedentary person during that entire time? I was. I was never really active. I was, um, you know, uh, I, I. even, as a, uh, even in college when I was uh, playing cricket or something, it I used to bat. Maybe most of the times I used to have a runner <laughs> and in <laughs> field I would have a substitute runner. Uh-huh. So it's like, exactly, you know. Okay, the... I can picturize it. Yeah, <laughs> the fat guy can't run. Okay, so let's put a substitute runner for him. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> a decent uh, you know batter so they didn't really drop me from the team but you know they kept a uh, uh, runner uh, substitute runner for me so i'm never really active physically right uh, so the uh, i've i've tried losing weight multiple times and all that because of superficial uh, you know i wanted to look good and all that but my love for food meant that i never really you know struck to it it always came back right, right. um but coming to the health aspect right the uh, it kept continuing that my bronchitis, my asthma kept on occurring, uh, you know, very frequently. And uh, this was a continuous cycle of one, you know, falling sick, trying to recover uh, from uh, that uh, wheezing and bronchitis uh, for a couple of weeks, then feeling okay for a week. And then the cycle continues like it, it was almost a monthly affair. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that we it, only the person changed from my mom uh, when i was young to now my wife who was having sleepless nights when i was struggling to breathe and you know coughing through the night and stuff like that but what changed uh was this and you know on that day uh 2008 february 16th when i saw that how old were you that day 31 okay yeah so i was 31 and um, i went uh, so at that time when i looked at that weight uh, weighing scales showing me that uh, you know i was overweight and it was obese one thing that struck me was at that time my wife was carrying okay uh, with you know uh naman was uh, you know in uh, was conceived and he she was carrying and um, i looked at her and uh, this thought came to my mind saying um, you know i am struggling to uh, take care of myself right i am uh, falling sick all the time i am not able to take care of my own health if I am not able to take care of myself, how am I going to take care of another, you know, human being? Uh, and my family. How how am I going? How am I going to take care of my family? That thought came to my mind that day, and that really kind of came as a jolt for me. Right. And that became the thought that said, "Okay, I need to do something." about this so on the way back from there on the same day we went and bought a badminton jacket because in my apartment there you know it was this kind of circular uh, flats and in the in between there was a small uh, open area a small open area where people used to play badminton as is all in us no, no. This was this was uh, this was in uh, Hyderabad. Okay, I was living in Hyderabad at that time. Okay, um, and so I joined the uncles playing there. You know, I'm now saying uncles uh, because uh, you know they were probably the same <laughs> age as we are now, as <laughs> I am now. I should not say you know. Yeah, <laughs> there's fifteen age. years difference there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So now I. I I joined those uncles at that time to playing the batman. Within five minutes, I was huffing and puffing, and I was out. I was just uh, sat down, and I couldn't uh, really uh, move. So, uh, but the thing was, I went back the next day. I started, uh, you know, I showed up the next day. Maybe I lasted six minutes instead of five minutes. I showed up the next day again, I lasted a little bit more, so I kept showing up and that kind of meant that, um, you know, I did not give up because I had the reason, I had the why by that time Right? because I wanted to show up for my kid or we can say also the why was strong enough this time you always had a why some kind of a reasoning why like you wanted to look good good, something but they were not strong enough reason for you so you needed a strong enough why that could get you on a much healthier pathway correct so that became my why and i kept showing up each day and um so th- that that was the uh, you know so while i was joining the badminton now uh, how the running came in right so ran, they used to around the apartment uh, before uh, the game they used to run a little bit you know jog a little bit as a warm up right right so i started immense <laughs> along with the uncles along with the uncles so, so the uncles used to do it and so, uncles were like about their 45 50s correct okay. correct okay. The as age me. <laughs> oh. as you and me no as you you are still an uncle to me okay <laughs> right so i i was uh, you know doing that i joined them basically to kind of uh, warm up. I also kind of improves the aerobic fitness, right? It also uh, helps as a warm up. I also, kind of improves uh, your ability to stay in the court longer and all that. So that is how I started jogging. You know, running. With uh, at- your ninety kilos weight. Correct. Correct. Okay. So that that's how it started, um, and. I kept going on I kept going uh, you know showing up every day doing you know uh, that and I also uh, started doing yoga around the same time yeah right so I kept doing all these and also took care of the portions I was you know eating. Mm -hmm. i did not eat uh, humongous portions like i used to i cut down on that so the result of that was i kept getting better better at each of those things that i was doing i was getting better at badminton i was able to play continuously for an hour hour and a half two hours without getting tired and i was running uh, five kilometers ten kilometers uh you know my sister used to live five kilometers from where i used to live i used to go run to her place and then uh, you know come back so it was it became a five kilometers and then break and you know chat with her read something or something and then run back to my place so that became a you know a little bit of a common uh, workout for me and uh, I kept doing yoga in the mornings it, it helped my flexibility and you were doing a regular work Office work during this entire period. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I I was spending at least an hour, an hour and a half before work to do all this and then go to work. Right. right? So that was you know how I start. I mean, during this eight months of period, uh, you know time, I lost sixteen kilos. Okay. So that eight months or period became my kind of transformation journey right. so that was my initial transformation journey uh back you know exactly 15 years now um in october uh, 2008 by october 2008 uh, i uh, lost and from 92 i i came down to 76. wow right okay. so that uh, you know that much i have lost And obviously, I was feeling much lighter. I was much fitter. I was running. I was doing these, uh, you know, running to my sister's place and coming back and all that, right? So, that is how my introduction to running happened, right? Right. And um, in the process, all my wheezing issues, my asthma issues disappeared. Totally disappeared? Totally disappeared. So you didn't have to take any inhalers, uh, no medications, nothing, nothing. So, you know, till that point of time, I was visiting all sorts of uh, hospitals. Nothing seemed to have helped, you know, all the inhalers and all those things were t- giving temporary relief, but really not helping, you know, in a major way. So this was in October of 2008. Correct. And uh, when was Naman born? so naman was born in uh, april 2008 oh, okay so okay. by the time of uh, by the time i you know I, of october 2008 he was six months right. 23rd october 2008 he was six months old and that day i went and bought uh, my cycle my first cycle ah. so my first cycle i went and uh, bought a hero hawk after extensive research of months and months because you know the the thought was I needed to do some, you know, I needed to continue doing this because now I have a kid uh, that I needed to take care of. Uh, I need to spend a little bit more time with him, you know, You know, take him for walks and all that. Uh, so I, I was thinking, see, if I'm spending this much time doing workouts and if I'm spending um, uh, and I have to go to work and all that, uh, maybe with the kid, I might not be able to do Uh, you know sustain the uh, exercise for long so that's why i thought you know if i uh, include uh, something that i do regularly which is commuting um, uh, as a if you take that as an exercise by cycling to work uh, that would be that would save some time is what my thought was right so i bought a cycle and uh that i that totally you know as you say it's made you what you are today yeah you know it totally changed my life yeah right? so the, the um the uh seven kilometers of commute one way you know two both ways 14 kilometers was not enough so i started um you know doing these uh weekend trips uh going to Gandhi Pit and coming back, going to, uh, these are all... And uh, you would do it all alone by yourself or go with it? I would, uh, there was this, um, I think it started alone, but I found uh, an online community, uh, Hyderabad Bicycling Club, uh, you know, there used to be these um, expats and, you know, there used to be these friends, um, you know, Krish uh, Krish Basu, who is a... who is the owner of the Bike Affair uh, right. now, uh, one of the sponsors of the podcast as well. He, okay. he he was my, uh, you know, he was my first partner. Uh, he was my ride partner for my first um, uh, century ride back mm-hmm. in, I think, November, December 2008, right? So... They, that's how I you know it's it slowly the weekend rides started uh, it, it basically was like destination rides so, you know go to Chilkur Balaji and come back go to Gandipet and come back uh, go to Tank Band and ri- ride around Tank Band and come back right. so these were like you know weekend trips basically it was not like uh, any speed based or you know distance based it's kind of destination based fun activities there used to be meet up group Right, uh, a lot ate. of eating and breakfast tops. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it, <laughs> your favorite part of it, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, and photography, probably a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I used to take a lot of pictures, of course. So, so that you your running take a backseat during these uh, when you took up cycling? I did, it did. So, okay. it did take a bit of a backseat, but I kept cycling and to kind of. Come, come back to the running part, right? When did you start back into running again? Um, so when I went to uh, the US in two thousand nine, uh, middle middle of two thousand nine, okay. I went to the US for uh, for work. So that is when. Uh- I mean, I kept running on and off, like I was saying, uh, you know, uh, five kilometers, 10 kilometers, nothing uh, major, right? I kept running, but cycling kind of took, uh, uh, you know, more importance. And um, when I went to the U.S., I built a bike for myself. I started riding there. But it was, you know, uh, where I was in the U.S., it was lot of um, a lot of months were winter right so you can't really right. ride all the time right. right so but um i think what predominantly got me back into running was um in uh, in uh, in my workplace there used to be uh, lunch lunch runs okay okay so because lunchtime runs like you used to do the lunchtime runs, or there was a group going for lunchtime runs. There was a group going for lunchtime. Oh, from your company or outside, for from the company. Oh. So I was I was working for a US client, right in in Vermont. So the why lunchtime runs because that was the only time that was feasible. Okay. For, uh, when it was warm or bright enough, warm enough. Correct, and, correct. Because it's all like a very less daytime, yes, and all that. So only you know middle uh, middle of the day is a reasonable time for them to work out. So you so you go to the office and your office uh, office just set, dress up, and then you change in the office to your running setup. Go do your run, and then go back to the changing room, and then get back to the office setup. And then get back to work. Is that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's how it worked. Okay. So basically, uh, they had showers and everything in you know, in the office. Yeah. Those things can be very, uh, very employee friendly. To promote any kind of activity. Correct. Trainings. So the the beautiful thing is, um, it used to be uh, we our office used to be on a hill, and there there were uh, marked trails all around the uh, you know in uh, the office and um, I- in the snow also we used to kind of hike so funnily the first time um, I showed up for a hike uh, in uh, during the lunch time I had this heavy set coat because of course it was cold it <laughs> is uh, you know right so I showed up like that and it was like within five minutes I was sweating buckets within that you know heavy code, right? right? And then the uh, Rob and uh, Dave these were Rob Lezer, this guy was the um, uh, guide, basically he was the one who designed those a lot of those trails. So he uh, told me, you know you should not uh, come with these heavy uh, you know codes. you should look at getting layers. Uh, because that will uh it will kind of wick the sweat out, and but it'll also kind of uh you know keep you warm. Uh, when you probably a bit drier as Correct. well. Correct. So he he told he introduced me to the concept of layers, right. right? So the next day I went and bought uh you know dry fit uh you know stuff from the from Walmart or something, and you know I that's how I kind of got back into running so that is that, that you know those lunchtime uh, hikes and runs uh, kind of got me back into running yeah. so uh, the during that time uh, that group uh, kind of si- were signing up for uh, they have this um, Vermont marathon and when does this happen <clears throat> yeah, I think every May, uh every May. Right. So it was sub uh, it was scheduled for May 2010, right? Right. So I I so I joined these guys for running. So you signed up for a marathon or a so I signed up for the marathon, uh, the full b- marathon 42.2. Correct. Okay. Correct. So I signed up for a marathon along with these guys because they, they were experienced runners, right. they were training for it. I heard about the marathon from them. And of course, I, you know, I wanted to do it, uh, because I am running with them. So why not? I didn't. I didn't really understand uh, how demanding it was. Yeah, the first marathon, no one really ever ex- understands, expects what's gonna happen, what's expected of the body, what trainings required for it. Everyone just jumps into it, and then after that, probably, yeah, we'll know from you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. I I I just uh, signed up. I kept running with them, right? So these lunchtime runs were uh, happening. So obviously we put. To, I mean, uh, with the help of them, I put together a training plan all that. So uh i was really enjoying these runs uh it was full on winter by the time uh, you know i started december feb jan and all that so i was running uh, so I, I i kept doing these long runs in the weekends Okay. Um, uh, rides and long, long runs in the weekends. I was, uh, I remember I still remember. I was running uh, in the snow, uh, minus eight degrees, and all that. Uh, you know, uh, during that time, and and the first time I did my twenty-one kilometers, as part of my long run, I was ecstatic. Oh, you had already done a half marathon back in two thousand ten. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean it was part of training training towards it, a full marathon correct it was part of the training uh, i still remember i uh, came back from the run i was super ecstatic maybe i took two and a half hours or whatever but i was super super i mean that was the first time i i uh, experienced what uh, all these people called runners high uh-huh. right so i experienced that runners high. i came back i didn't even change i sat on my computer and i it tied out a poem. I wrote a poem on running. <laughs> okay. So that, you know, I was so happy in doing that. Uh, you know, I, I have done this 21 kilometers. I was super uh, happy about that. And I wrote a poem and I, I'll i li- probably link it to in the show notes for if people are interested. But, you know, that it was that happy. Do you remember the words of the poem? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would uh, it would have uh, sounded awesome if you would have <laughs> been able to you know speak it out and and put it in words no, I, in the I, emotions. I'll pr- <laughs> I'll probably read it as uh, you know, know read monopsy. it through <laughs> and put it somewhere in yeah, between. I I, I will uh, add it on the <laughs> podcast itself probably for the listeners also, right? Yes. Um I'm interrupting the interview again um and including a reading of the poem as uh, Dipankar ordered. So here it goes. It is titled A Note to the Running Soul. One rhythmic step after the other, one fueling breath after the other, moving ahead one step at a time, living one moment at a time. With flowing feet and thumping heart, listening to the mind as thoughts dart. Discovering more of oneself in the solitude, moving ahead with the joy and pain, in gratitude. Savoring the flowing brook and the still lake, the barking dog that stirred awake, the frolicking kids in the lush green lawn, the glory of the sky at dusk and dawn. Taking in the sights and smells of the earth, living it up every moment and every breath. Lighting up the day with a smile on the face where there is ample reason to grimace. One rhythmic step after the other, one fueling breath after the other. Moving ahead one step at a time, living one moment at a time. Dedicated to every runner out there. Now, back to the interview. So, I I was like that happy. So, that happiness though did not last long. (laughs) (laughs) How long? How many days or months? So, another another weekend and I have done another uh, long run 2021 and third long run was when i was going for another 21k uh, 24k or something like that it was gradually increasing i've halfway through the run i started experiencing a knee pain on the left so it band uh, uh, pain so i did not know at that time but uh, now i know that as an it band uh, pain so that started and like couldn't uh, really run again, so I walked back uh, some twelve kilometers or something mm-hmm. uh, in that cold snow weather. Um, so, I, so that was the end of it. You know, that was end of my marathon training okay. because I, I mean, I gave it a rest. I uh, tried, uh, you know, restarting, uh, re- restarting. I tried restarting, but I- anytime I went. Close to 10 miles, uh, I think 16 kilometers or something like that, it came back. Yeah. So I did not, um, but it was not. And this was in the month of Feb March? Yeah. Feb yeah, March. Feb March. Feb March. Right. So, February. but because cold doesn't definitely help with any kind of injuries. I mm, mm. But I was fortunately, uh, I was able to, uh, uh, there was no pain when I was cycling okay so i was continue i continued to cycle but i couldn't run right. so did you check with a doctor or just self medicated yourself no self medication i would think right it, okay you know, um now that's one of the things most athletes end up doing the amateur ones who probably i guess just self medicate by resting it by taking some painkillers and But they don't realize that if they go through a proper physiotherapy session can help identify their weaknesses as well as recover faster from the injuries. Yeah, so I I did not know any of that. Uh, I took some advice from uh, the experienced runners. They said rest. They uh, suggested stretching, uh, foam rolling and stuff like that. I tried that. It helped a little bit, but really did not go away. It it kept coming back so i you know after multiple tries of you know restarting i gave up and said okay marathon is not happening so that was end of that uh, but i kept running right? like shorter runs i i kept shorter runs but i kept cycling i mean like so running was no more a up- major part of your schedule but it was more of like okay I'm feeling like running let's go for it was it like that or yeah a little bit here and there but right. I almost gave up on running I I just continued cycling because cycling didn't hurt me in any way right so I that the IT band pain wasn't there while cycling so I kept cycling so that uh can you know so that was end of my running Right. so whenever i started uh, uh whenever i year, after years and years of gaps i would uh, on a whim i would uh, you know go for a 5k run uh, and uh, do two three of them and then get injured again uh, not really injured but i i would uh, because i was aerobically fit i would go f- uh I, I would full think gas. <laughs> not really full gas also, but there was no concept of building back slowly. Right. So I would go do a five K or ten K. I wouldn't be able to walk for another week. Right. Yeah. That's called getting injured. No, it's basically DOMS. Okay. Uh, the okay. You know, okay. delayed onset of muscle soreness, right? right? So because of that, I I used to not be able to, you know, ginger a few, for a few yeah. days, right? Penguin work, product. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was the thing, right? Yeah. But in during pandemic, I kind of got back to running a little bit. When was it? In two thousand twenty? Two zero two <laughs> zero. 2020 yeah okay so i jo i kept joining um, you know our good friend Sintil, uh, for runs around calcarey uh, rain yes yes that, right? yeah, beautiful like it uh, yeah, yeah yeah so uh, during that time i kind of started uh, uh, in a in a proper way Gradually, like yeah. one kilometer, two kilometers, uh, you know, I was talking to you also during that time. And but then your runs, if I remember, they were again on and off. It was not as systematic and no, regular, correct? it was not uh, really uh, very regular. It was like whoever invites you, you just go for a run and probably one day you feel like, like go for the run towards the nearby lake or the garden and just yeah basically that you know cycling was predominantly you know the main thing again and uh, running was like it it was not like i show up and then do a 10k but it was also not uh, very like structured training of sorts it was like gradual increasing but also once or twice a week kind of scenario right. right um but even then uh when I kind of tried to increase, the IT band came back. Come back, yeah. Yeah. So it, I was like, right now, sh- damn sure that this yeah. was a, it was this running was not for me. Yeah, yeah. you have told me that many. <laughs> <laughs> but during this time, I also, and um, uh, you know, um, did a few courses uh, like physiotherapy course with uh, peak performance. uh, uh, Yes. And uh, I was also doing some strength sessions with uh, stairs and all that. During which time I understood that um, it is actually not just foam rolling that will, you know, to... Training training as well. Strengthening and the... What is this? uh, uh, um that not clear the no um quickly interrupting the uh, podcast to clarify tfl was the word that i was looking for um the short for tensor fascia lata it is a muscle that we can find just below the waist bone and the tightness of that and tight hips in general have been the root cause for my itb injuries when it comes to running now back to the podcast i i don't remember that but that you need to release that with the ball yes right uh, right near the right. Uh, uh, bone uh, your uh, hip but bone correct but then the you need, but if i'm not wrong mm. it needs to be released but it's only needs to be released, or for that sake, any muscle, any muscle tightness needs to be released, if it is tight for that particular person. Correct. So it does not mean that everyone needs to release it. No, yeah, Plus because for the, no, for me it was uh, the IT band uh, the, uh, was flaring up because of because this. of that tightness, right? Right. So that releasing of that muscle was important, and um, of course, strengthening. Was also very important, right. for, you know, for um, dealing with the imbalances and stuff like that. So that during that period, all that a uh, little bit of knowledge uh, on those lines helped me deal with that pain. So what were the specific uh, like when you went through the physio sessions, they did an analysis on you, right, uh, and they put you through various strength training regimes. Uh, what what particular muscle groups did they really focus on for strength? Was it the glutes, the hamstrings, the calf, uh, the core? So it was, I mean, I did not go for IT band uh, issue predominantly so i went for strengthening general strengthening okay so i wanted to get stronger for, basically uh, a functional uh strength build up correct right so that is what i signed up for and i went for like about six months or something like that with the uh, stays, and it it can it helped me, uh, and it also gave me an understanding of uh, uh, various things like stretching and all those things that are needed post a workout. Uh, so I was doing that. So this time when I start restarted, I wanted to uh, back in again twenty uh, end of twenty twenty two. I kind of restarted running. Right now. Uh, with uh, again gradually building up, rather than you know jumping in for a five k or ten k. Okay, before I we continue, mm. if you wish to keep this on the podcast recording, it's up to you. But I believe you had a stronger again coming back to it. A stronger why, what kept you going into your marathon? towards your marathon or the half marathon goal was mm-hmm. that big? right to say correct 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 i'll come to that yes yeah. the reason why is also there right so but, but I- tell me why what was the why that in 2020 2021 during the lockdown times or the initial covid times what was the why was it just because you were getting bored of cycling was it because you wanted to cross train was it because you wanted to get back to structured running what was your why that time yeah i mean it was like i was not really i think i was going through a little bit of uh, you know uh, ups and downs in um, uh, life in general a lot of uh, issues uh, you know health a lot of uh during pandemic time um, actually not believe we lost some family members as well that time correct correct so all all that was like uh i was dealing with a lot of uh you know uh were you going through depression that time uh yeah most definitely and uh you know i was talking to you yes uh, you were you know uh on on our bike uh, you know our bike rides together were like more like therapy sessions i know uh, <laughs> i know i know i know yeah. right so i was talking to a few close friends uh, you were one of them um uh, arvind was one of them and Che was one of them so they uh, there were a few um you know friends that i was talking to uh i was you know and like I said, I, our bike bike rides were like more like therapy sessions. Yeah, they are like therapy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that those helped a lot. And during this time, I wanted to kind of uh, you know uh, do something other than running to also give me that headspace. You know? and that, that 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 was the reason to kind of take up running again. Um, I was running away from all these, uh, you know, uh, depressive feelings uh, predominantly, right? So, and uh, I started, restarted, uh, you know. So, why was, uh, so I believe, I understand for almost that I've known you since 2011, I guess, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so I believe we had a lot of cycling we did a lot of cycling together and cycling for me personally speaking, it has been therapeutic. It has been the way out of depression. It has been way out from taking out my frustration and to a certain extent with you as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but why was the diversion towards running? Was it because it was more accessible without needing to spend so much time into going out and spending so much time into cycling? Was it the high amount level of, exhaustion that you felt quicker in a shorter span of time what was it that was taking yeah that, that's this very good question because uh, of course cycling is uh is really helpful for me it's been uh, you know therapeutic for a long time right but uh the reason for cycling uh, getting out for a run instead of cycling was i think see for a long time we were not able to cycle to like better. because of you know uh, because of these lockdowns and all that uh, group rides were not really happening, happening yes right? they are really therapeutic sessions when you're chatting with random people Correct. Right. Yeah. So that was not happening. So running was something that was like easy to get out of, and then out of home, and then do and come back and kick So it was a little bit of a safer activity, I've uh, in that perspective, I guess, and you know something different, basically. Right. Okay. And uh, so I I um, started restarted that uh, running, and I kept running on an, on the days that i was strengthening okay so was it after the strength session or was it before the strength session i was predominantly running after the strength sessions okay right? okay um, so that was happening that's that kind of meant that i was uh, i was doing two three strength sessions a week okay. so mostly two so i was running two times a uh, week And the rest of the time I was cycling, uh, three, four days uh, of cycling, two days of strength and two days of same day running, right? That is what I I mostly kept it to 5Ks, nothing more than that. So that that way the running kind of slowly came back into my life. And in... um, April to uh, you know, coming back to you the why you just mentioned right in April uh, two thousand um, in April two thousand uh, April of this year April two thousand twenty three I lost one of my best friends. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. So you the the first that must fir- have been a big shock for you as well. Yeah, yeah. So remember the first. Uh, the very next day i came to you yes you um, did you come, came to my home i i came to you and i spent the whole day with you yes we we ran together uh, around your uh, flats uh, for 5k or something we yes. did together and i spent the entire day uh, with you uh, sharing those um, you know moments right um so that uh, How long had you known this friend of yours? So he um, he was my uh, friend from uh, uh, the time I was in eleventh. That's a very long. Yeah. Time. So he, uh, he, I mean, uh, in, uh, I say right. in, in my my Gmail uh, account is highankar dot d. Dot d is that uh, you know Deepu's D. Oh, is of it? Deepus. So. You know, we were um, in that very phase. close, yeah. 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 I mean it's not like um, we talked every day or anything like that. Even for even after that, the guys were there for each other. right. Yeah. Even after years of care when we spoke to each other, it was mm, it was as if we did not um, you know, miss a day in between. Yeah. So when I uh, what about you uh, you know? He passing away. It. Um, it was obviously a big shock for me. And, um, um, sorry about it. But, um, you know, it was a big shock for me. And, um, but, in, um around the same time, why, why, uh, you know, his demise had, let's say, in my running, uh, you know, restarting my running, was uh, that one friends a few friends from work were signing up around the same time for a Bangalore marathon. Okay. And uh, the Bangalore marathon is um, uh, scheduled for October, October 8th. Right. And October 7th is uh, Deepu's birthday. So I when I saw that date, I was like a little bit felt sentimental because it was within. It was just a weeks after his passing that I came to know about this, and I was like, I felt like you know, uh, I wanted to do this for him. You know, it's I don't know if uh, there is afterlife or anything like that. It is, of course, you know, once the guy is gone, it's only his memories that are there. With him. so I wanted to uh, honor his memory and uh, run uh, on his name. I you know mostly. So that is how I kind of ended up signing up for a half marathon. Right. So yeah, once I signed up. Uh, you know, again, it was all about uh, uh, finding a, a plan. Uh, we had uh, you know a couple of talks uh, when I uh, when I said I signed up. Uh, the, you know, the first thing uh, Shintil uh, was saying is, okay, you are going to get injured," <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so i was like no i'll try and uh, you know not to be injured i'll um, uh, make sure that i am releasing all the tightness and all the stretches and all that i'll take care of and i'll also make sure that i am uh, uh, not doing too much too soon and all that right, right but of course all the plans were uh, there i i put myself uh, a plan and uh, gradually uh, increasing mileage and uh, three day three days a week four days a week kind of uh, plans i i kept a plan leading up to i i when i signed up i had like 15 weeks of uh, training so i put myself a 12 week plan uh, with uh three weeks of base uh, training kind of thing and uh, started running slowly from two days a week i increased to three days a week uh, and uh, by including a long run in the uh, weekend so the long run started with 6k 8k 10k and like that right um and i started uh, because i and during this time i was really strong on the bike as well I was doing uh, my bike intervals and I was... Aerobic fitness was top class. And since I was doing regular strength uh, work in the gym, I was feeling strong on the runs as well. I was not hurting, you know, the paces were increasing. But when things were going super well... You became a bit more greedy, if I might say the right word. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I became super greedy. And I was like, uh, now I uh, when I started, I just wanted to finish a half marathon. Now I wanted to do a full marathon. Uh, no, 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 I wanted to uh do a um, sub to half, ah, speed work, okay. speed, you know. I wanted I went for a sub to marathon, so I did um. A test run of sorts at uh, I think 527 pace or something. Uh, I remember saying that. Yes. Right. So I did that and without really too much of a problem. And I felt okay this might be possible. I have 12 weeks to do this. So this might be actually possible. So this first 4 weeks of training went really really well. Okay. And I was doing everything. According to the plan, I was probably doing a little bit of, uh, you know, more faster pace than, you know, I initially thought I would do. And that was a mistake because uh, aerobically I was in top-notch shape as I was telling, right? Because I was really doing uh, good aerobic. long rides and uh, interval sessions on the bike. But I should have struck two interval sessions on the bike and kept steady running on the train. It did not be. I would say you sh- should have also not increased your pace. Because when I was looking on, because I remember like uh, after when you came and spent the whole day with right. me and you ran, we ran around the apartment in Prestige uh, and my around my home we were running at 7.15 pace or something like that, if I'm not very wrong, 7-minute seven, seven minute pace or something. And then I'm seeing after one month, you are like going sub-6, like 5.30 pace. I'm like, this pace- guy is... <laughs> On the path to get injured, but I don't want to poke my nose into that right Yeah, now. when we were running, I, I think we were doing 6.30, 6.40 kind of 40 6.40, things. 6.45 or something. Like we were talking cadence and things like correct, that. Correct, correct. My cadence sucked and I was taking tips from you for ca- improving cadence and all that. But, uh, you know, as... It was going great, of course, and uh, I started interval training. And I was like, second t- week of starting interval training, I overextended my stride, and uh, something I felt something in my right glute, and uh, I f- it was fine you know at the end of the run I felt and then the second day uh, uh, the next day I felt something on the lower back a little twinge I said oh okay but it was fine I continued to run and then stop and nothing after also and then on for the long run that week I was joining uh, our rocket, uh, Gaurav Vivedi, a good friend. And um, I we planned for a 15, 15 to 16K run. So I joined him uh, midway. He had a 21K, a 22K run. So I joined him for a run uh, after he done his 5K. I joined him for the last 17K. So when I joined him, he, you know, he already done a five k run. So by by he was running a six k pace. Usually, when I start running, I do a six and a half. Uh, you know, close to six forty pace, and then slowly increase, right? When because I joined him after five k, I immediately uh, was running a six k pace, and immediately I could feel uh, that discomfort that I felt earlier in the week, right? But it was very minor discomfort. Yeah. So I, if I knew better, I should have immediately stopped. Do you know there is a golden saying in running: <laughs> too far, too fast, too soon. I was will to injuries. I either was, of these three are a combination. I three. was doing, I think, all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> you were already when looking at at your Garmin at your Strava data. I'm like. This guy is covering too much distances within the first one month. This guy is going too fast within the first one month. He's falling into all the categories. I'm just waiting. I'm just counting down. Okay, one day he will say he is done with. And then one fine day, a call comes. What happens? Dude, you know what? I was like doing my run and I have not been able to walk for the last two days. (laughs) Was it like that? Exactly that. Okay. So, I completed the 17K with that minor twinge. What is it? But that minor twinge, when once I stopped, meant that I couldn't even take a step. Right. Uh, so I was totally royally theft, and I couldn't uh, walk for the next couple of days. I mean, uh, it was uh, on my wife's birthday. We were supposed to go out. I was supposed to take the family out for uh, you know a uh, lunch and movie and all that. Everything went down the drain, and I was bedridden. I was like, I, I had to order the food from said and. Yeah, and next day you fed me chicken biryani. I remember. <laughs> yeah, so that was like gone, right, and. Uh, that meant so four weeks went super well and for the next four weeks i was hobbling i was not able to walk properly so after a week i uh, it was reducing but still i wanted to be careful i went to uh, uh, physio i went to peak performance and then got got it checked with ash and then like um he said it is not a proper injury injury Uh, it was a strain uh, because it is reducing uh, without any intervention Uh, so he gave me some strengthening workouts uh, and then said you do this regularly you should be fine you should be able to resume running you know slowly but first get back on the cycle after a couple of weeks right and then see how it feels right. uh, and so that's what I did I um after a couple of weeks I started cycling indoors and then slowly uh, once um I was able to walk without any pain without feeling any twinge in my bottom I started with 2k uh, I mean not even 2k it was like 1k and then slowly uh resumed and i remember it was september 8th i think october 8th was the marathon yeah, right. september 8th i resumed started again i was I, I at this point of time uh i kept it all open i was not uh, going to go for uh a, a, you know i i was not even sure if i was going to complete the run um, so I did not uh, want to say I signed up uh, for my friend. I want to do it at any cost. No, that I did not have that to. Right? If I am able to walk, <laughs> that is good enough. So, but I wanted to take it day by day. I wanted to also not give up. Right. right. I wanted to see if I can run two K. If I wanted to uh, see the next day, if I, uh, after a day, I wanted to see if I can run 3K. So like that, I kept uh, increasing the uh, distance, not the pace. Um, so I was able to run 5K, no problem. So I slowly increased it. Uh, the I think a couple of weeks in, I managed 10K. Then uh, slowly I felt better. I thought, okay, maybe it is possible still to actually do the half marathon. So I went at uh, the next week, I went 15K. Uh, but two weeks out, the marathon, uh, from marathon, I went and did a 20K with friends around Kapi. Right and, and that gave me confidence. It was slow but I was no, there was no pain. Uh, so that gave me confidence. So I said, okay, I will do. There are no sub two goals now, nothing like that. So I said, I will go and do this. And I remember speaking to you that time and you were saying, like, what should be done? I'm like, dude, you signed up for just finishing it, right? Yeah. And I think you told me, uh, what is your marathon PB? I'm like, one fifty-four sorts, and then you said, "I I was actually targeting one fifty-three, and uh, yeah, this kind of a pace I should be able to maintain exactly said, because this was before I, getting injured, yeah. of course." <laughs> and then after that, later when I spoke to you, I'm like, "No, dude, just to over finish. Happily, just do it two-hour ten minutes. How long it takes, just do it." Yeah, yeah. So I said, "No, no more, uh, you know, uh, sub two goals or anything like that. I just wanted to finish." <laughs> Um, so that's what i uh you know did, but three days before the marathon i um you know started feeling something in the throat. <sighs> and uh, I know that feeling so it was uh, the onset of throat infection so I said let me do salt water gargles so I was managing through salt water gargling it was fine I would wake, wake up with a uh, sore throat and gargle and I'd be fine before sleeping I gargle, and be fine so even on the day of the marathon half marathon I woke up with the same thing I gargled and uh, i said okay let's go i did not want to say you know i don't want to do this right because i came this far i overcome came this injury i said okay let me do this even on when i went to the uh, start line i was not able to take a gulp mm-hmm. and it was hurting but um, I, I said no that's my that's okay so i started my run slowly but uh, you know the mistake i did uh, i don't know if it is a mistake or maybe in a yeah, blessing in disguise um, i started running and uh, uh, third corral uh, this is my first official half marathon right there is no timing certificate for me so it was the last group and we stood the last of the last group okay it was like such a ocean of runners and we were trying to uh, maintain whatever six-minute pace or whatever. We had to waddle through a sea of runners like go, 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 go. And Shankar was there. Um, he was running. And we, we thought, okay, uh, at the start of the run, we said, okay, Shankar will try to run together. But that guy was taking off like yeah. six-minute pace uh, through the, you know. It was difficult to follow someone while uh, you yes, know, zigzagging through while through. zigzagging to the crowd, right? Well, luckily, my shoe lace came off, so okay. I stopped. <laughs> so I stopped to tie my shoelace, shoelace and Shankar disappeared. Boom. So, uh, so you know shankar disappeared and i tied my shoelace and started doing my 630 pace or whatever and kept going and i was trying to stay with another friend uh office colleague vishwa and um he was also I felt he was also a little bit too fast for me because I was I decided I will go by my feel I wanted to complete it so I wanted to be re- feeling reasonably comfortable doing it so I kept running uh, I backed off uh, trying to keep pace with him uh, and i was when i was when i stopped for water at a 4k mark i am trying to sip water i couldn't again gulp right i was like okay this is not you know, but let let's you know keep it aside and try to you know, so i gulped the water painfully and kept running and uh, actually it got better i i my throat started feeling better I, or I because of the uh, you know just observing the uh, people around or just uh, immersing myself into the run I forgot about the throat pain so it got better actually as the run went off uh, and I kept uh, I uh, was looking at the pace it was 6 30 pace 6 20 6 30 kind of pace Uh, But I did, I was mostly looking at how I am feeling, if I am able to sustain this through the entire course. I took a gel at 10 kilometers uh, uh, mark and then sipped some water and kept running, then did another gel at 16K, uh, then kept uh, running. And I, I, it was, uh, it actually f- uh, felt harder as it was 18, 19, it was It felt harder, but I said, we, we came this far, we do not, don't stop you know don't walk just keep running keep running so you jogged and ran and finished the entire thing yeah yeah, i i did not stop Uh, i I, at least you know maybe slowed down or stopped a little bit at the water stations and apart from that i kept running and uh, i took two hours 15 minutes uh, but 50, oh, two hours, 15 minutes, 12 seconds. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, we should not ignore that one. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So I crossed the finish line and um, I did not experience the runners high that I experienced during my first <laughs> <Stop round>. half, <laughs> yeah. but I felt relieved. That, awesome, yeah. So, congratulations I, to you. Thank you, thank you. So, it, I, it felt good that I was able to finish the run because just one month prior to, uh, you know, a few weeks back, I was not even able to walk, right? And it was no one else's fault apart from my own fault, my own stupidity, my own greediness, trying to do too much, too soon. Good to hear Bike Enki can be greedy. Of course, of course, of course. Greedy for food, greedy for pace, greedy for speed, Okay. (laughs) Right, yeah. So, yeah, that's how my first half marathon went. Awesome. Awesome. So, that's uh, that's that. So, I uh, want to keep running. I want to... I was coming to that question Next. next. So, tell us, okay, tell us what is your learning from your half marathon experience that you would like to carry forward and try and avoid that for the future. Yeah, so the learning from my first half marathon is that, yeah. Official half marathon. First half marathon, first official half marathon is that um, at an age of 46, okay, (laughs) Uh, be patient. Uh, Running is not cycling. Uh being aerobically fit doesn't mean your uh, muscles, running muscles are fitter to take that pace. So continue to work on the strength, continue okay. to work on flexibility, continue yeah. to um, run at least a couple of days a week. Are you doing that now? Yeah, right now as I said that uh, uh, the bronchitis, the the throat infection that came on that day uh, resulted in bronchitis and uh, it is still going on now three weeks later. Uh I am just uh, getting out of that right now. Uh, The phlegm is still there but it is a lot better now. Um, So yeah, I wanted to I want to take these learnings yeah. and stay it. Yeah. yeah and, and hopefully not make the same mistakes. What are the three mistakes of running? Going too soon, too. Uh, not too, too soon. Yeah. No, too much, too soon. Too much, too fast, too far. Okay. And doing that too soon. Uh, so what's your next running aim? Do I, you have something? I don't know. I there is a chance that I might do Mumbai in Jan. Yeah. uh it is um it, that registrations are closed but then am uh, you know trying to see they yeah. the uh, working at podcast connections I don't, I don't know let us see yeah. there are any corporate uh ways yeah, or something right. like that it, if it is possible I might uh, end up doing that um otherwise we will see uh, uh what I want what I want to do is I want to continue uh the running maybe twice a week or something like that and continue cycling more importantly continue the strength and flexibility aspect of it so that i can continue to ride and run stronger Uh, that is what the that are those are the learnings from my first half marathon first half efficient half marathon awesome good to hear that vinky And I wish you all the very best for your second official half marathon when that happens. Hopefully without mistakes and hopefully without getting injured and that you get your runner's high. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And hopefully that doesn't, hopefully that doesn't, okay, I shouldn't say it in any wrong way. I don't mean it in a wrong way, but it's not because you needed a why to do that. But as part of your regular healthy routine, yeah, 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 like you do every BBCH cycling races, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm doing it for. Yeah, you, you had enough losses in yeah. the last couple of years. Yes, that's good. Yeah, let's let's um, um, you know do do it for myself. Do it yes. first. Staying healthy, staying uh, strong. So yeah, thank you, thank you for uh, taking the time and uh, chatting uh, uh, and listening to my all uh, the boring stories. Um, thank uh, you Vinky, for letting me rag you a little bit. <laughs> it was a nice uh, first time I am hosting a podcast with a with an experienced professional podcaster with two plus years of experience. <laughs> so thank you for the opportunity, Winky. Thanks, sir. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. That was my running journey as uh, interviewed by Dipankar. I hope you enjoyed that. If you are enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting the podcast by subscribing to it on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcasting apps. Thanks again for your continuous support. See you next week with another guest.